Good morning on Thursday, the 25th of May. We've got an excellent car today. Looks like one of the better days in baseball that we'll, we've seen in a few weeks. Several weeks, I would say. Can't say several months because we haven't been that long of a season. It looks strong. It looks very strong. That's available over at uh, the Score Projections page at patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. I am going to give you the NBA and NHL plays. I do want to reserve this one for the Patreon uh, subscribers, the premium picks for the baseball. Uh, I don't typically hype up something and then tell you you can't get it here for free on this podcast. I know that seems a little little jerkish, but um, maybe it just sounds like a blatant marketing attempt. So I don't want it to sound that way. But it is what I'm doing today. All right. And again, not requiring you to sign up over there to do it. I'm attempting to give you some value in NBA today. And that is Caleb Martin to score over 10.5 points and Jason Tatum to score over 28.5 points. Now, Martin's been hitting this. He's been a key cog for his team. I expect that to continue. And then we're going to go on the Boston side. We're, we have to go with number one guy today, staving off elimination. It's all about Tatum on that side. You can get that in the same game parlay at plus 125. Both of them have to come in, of course, but you're at good value there. NHL is really kind of a hornet's nest here. I think we need some anti-venom for, for this. And we have a little bit of that, a little, bit, little dose of that here today where we have a high likelihood of making a small amount of money. Not a lot, but a high likelihood of getting it. Hockey's been fantastic for a number of seasons in a row here. Just unbelievable. It's not been historically, when I'm talking historically, I'm talking decades, the strongest sport for this handicapper right here. But it's almost changing that argument. But yet, this month has been complete trash. And there was another trash month. I think it was February. But the season's been good because October, if you've been listening to this podcast in October, you got winner, 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 day after day after day. It was an unreal amount of profit in in hockey in October if you were a listener back then. Uh, If you were not, then we've struggled if you discount October because of two weak months. The other months were winners, but two very poor months this month included. So that's why I say the snake bit situation. So today we're going to take four same game parlays hedging ourselves. We're going to take Vegas to win in over three and a half at plus 140. Vegas to win in under seven and a half at plus 145. Dallas to win in over three and a half at plus 105. Dallas to win in under seven and a half at plus 115. Well, you just heard four plus bets. If this game ends up at four, five, six, or seven, you're guaranteed profit. Obviously, two bets will win and two bets will lose because we're not doing any plus one and a half. We're just outright winners. So you win the game and you get two bets, you lose the game, and you lose on the other side, of course, and you lose two bets. Since they're all plus money, you make money. Obviously, there's a catch here. There's no guaranteed money in life. Otherwise, these bets should be enormous. They should be, as long as you could count on getting paid, they should be the largest bets you could possibly make. But there is risk. 
What if it's one, two, or three, or eight plus? Well, now you're, you're guaranteed one winner, but you're also guaranteed three losers. So, and the losses, of course, the loss, of course, would be, since you can't get swept, but you can lose three out of four, the loss would be a, a little less than one unit because three losing bets at plus money equals exactly 1.5 units. And then the winning bet would be slightly over half a unit because they're all plus money. So 0.525 on the worst case scenario and 0.725 in the best case scenario. So you will lose slightly under a unit, just one unit. Again, remember a unit is only 1% or whatever your flat bet has been, that's what it is. So a little bit less than that if we have a worst case scenario. Now, what are the chances of that? Well, chances of one, two, or three are pretty slim. It is an elimination game, and defense always rules in elimination games. But when you're in, in, on the verge of being swept, it's a whole different ballgame. Now it's a different set of rules. Now it can get wild and chippy. A team that's basically lost their season is just they're probably not just going to pack it up and go home. They're probably going to start getting a little testy on the ice, which leads to penalty box, which leads to power plays, which leads to points. So you have to be risky there. The risk would be more on the 8-plus than it would be under under four. Now, that being said, if it's such a risk that it's eight plus, then why would we take this bet? Because you're, you're saying there's a high chance that you lose three out of four. Well, the chances of getting to eight versus seven are such a significant difference that this bet is worthwhile. Yesterday's game is an example of that. It's a three to two game. We wanted under six and a half, by the way, on a premium picks. We want under six and a half. It's three to two with Less than four minutes left. It was it three and a half minutes left? Carolina tied it up three to three. At that point, the bet is lost. It's guaranteed to be seven. It's very likely locked in at seven. Obviously, we can't be below seven, but it's not likely to be above seven. And that's exactly how it came out. The alternative would have been if Florida had scored, then it's four to two, and you're likely locking in seven again. It could actually be six in that case, but you're likely locking in seven and an empty net goal by Florida as the uh, opponent pulls their goalie or Carolina pulls their goalie, I should say, or the um, alternative would be that Carolina actually scores with that extra man advantage and it's four to three. So it's five to two or four to three. You're, you're pretty much locking in seven again. So eight is a much, much more difficult score to get than seven so that is the explanation there and that's what we're doing best of luck